writer for Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm once again going to be joined by my son, Henry Power. He's on here once again, backed by popular demand. The people love to hear him on the podcast. He's back. He's in sixth grade. He loves fantasy football, and we're going to talk about the week ahead and the hot topics of the day in fantasy football. Before I get to that, though, I did want to mention that we do a different type of fantasy game here, Real-Time Fantasy Sports, that you can get in at this point of the year called Real-Time Fantasy Sports Fantasy Football Face-Off. Just go to realtimefantasysports.com. At the top of the page, click on the football link and click on Money Leagues. Go into the Fantasy Football Face-Off page and sign up for a league today. These are 18 tournaments. They're three weeks long. There's no draft. You can get in different price points. We have $20 $20 leagues. $50 leagues, and $100 leagues. It's a great way to play in another fantasy football league, especially if you're not doing so well in your league right now and you want to get in a league and try to win some money. Just go to rtsports.com, click on the football link at the top of the page, and click on Money Leagues, and go to the Fantasy Football Face-Off page and sign up for a league today. And now I'm, I'm thrilled to be joined once again by my son, Henry. Henry, thanks so much for being on the podcast once again. You're welcome. So, Henry, I wanted to talk about the big topics of the week, first of all, before we get to our waiver wire, hot, cold, and sleeper plays of the week. But the big topic, I think, is Amari Cooper. Gets traded to Dallas, becomes their number one receiver. So what does this do for his fantasy value? How do you see uh, Amari Cooper for the rest of the year in Dallas? He's going to have a great rest of the year in Dallas. But that Prescott's going to give him a lot of looks. He's going to get lots of points. So you like him going forward, Henry. Uh, I kind of like him, too. just because that offense did not have very good options before Cooper got there, and so he's going to get a ton of targets. I know Cole Beasley's there, but after him, there's not much at all. So I think Cooper can do well with Dallas. I think he could end up outperforming how he was playing in Oakland. I think this is a positive trade for his fantasy value for the rest of the year. So if you had Cooper and held on to him, kudos to you. Henry, my next question for you, Rob Gronkowski missed the game last week because of back spasms. I just want to know, do you think he can get back to pass form? No, I don't think he can. After all these back surgeries, I don't think he's going to get back. Yeah, I'm concerned about him too, Henry. Uh, Like you said, he's had a lot of back surgeries. had back spasms last week. He's been kind of a disappointment to date. Has just one score, which was in the first week of the season. I'm not sure he's going to live up to his draft status, unfortunately, for all those guys that took him. But I think you knew going into the year that uh, all these back injuries could be an issue. So if you drafted him, hopefully you had a – a top backup option. I'm not saying he's going to be a toast for the rest of the year, but I wouldn't. Ex- I would expect him maybe to be up and down for fantasy teams, unfortunately. So I wanted to talk, Henry, to you about Mitchell Trubisky. He is actually third in fantasy quarterback scoring right now. Kind of crazy to think that Mitchell Trubisky's third ahead of a lot of great quarterbacks out there. I wanted to know, do you think Mitchell Trubisky's for real, Henry? I think this guy's for real. He's going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback for sure. He's going to have a great year. I think he could be even better if he had a little bit better receivers. Yeah, I agree. I think if he had some better options around him, uh, he would be better. And I'm not sure if he's going to be top 10 the rest of the season. I think he'll be close to that, probably be a low-end number one. I wouldn't expect him to keep his current pace, but I do think he's the real deal, and he's going to be a solid fantasy producer for years to come. I wanted to talk about maybe somebody on the flip side of that, Henry, some underperforming fantasy players. We have three of them on on this list here for you. Keenan Allen, he's ranked 25th at receiver right now. Deshaun Watson, 13th at quarterback right now. 
and Deion Lewis, 22nd at running back. All these guys are underperforming at the moment. I wanted to get your take on uh, if any of these guys you think could turn it around and get going for their fantasy owners. I think Deion Lewis can. He's going to have a great year, I think. Last week, he might only get 20 points, which is pretty decent for all the past weeks he's had. And I think he's going to have a great rest of the year. I like that, Henry. Lewis did look better last week. Hopefully, he can get more involved in the passing game. That's kind of been hurting his overall fantasy numbers. For me, I actually think Watson has the best chance to turn it around. I know his numbers are a little down right now. He's had some tough matchups in recent weeks, though. And he's still coming off that major knee injury. And sometimes that takes a little while to get going. So... I look for him to get going and really improve going forward. Maybe a good buy low option for all you fantasy owners out there. So now, Henry, week eight waiver wire options. Who do you got on the waiver wire this week? Who, who are you looking to pick up? Matthew Stafford. He's available in my league. He's 14th in quarterback scoring. His bye week is already over. And he has multiple touchdowns all but one game this year. So it's kind of surprising Stafford's available in your league, Henry. I would definitely look at him and. Just for all you listeners out there, it is a 12-team league, and these guys are pretty good owners for sixth graders. So I know a lot of you are probably thinking, why the heck Stafford out there? But these kids know their stuff, and they do a good job. So uh, I'm a little surprised Stafford's out there. But overall, uh, Henry's learned a lot this year from playing fantasy football with these guys, and I think a lot of these owners are very good. So that's his waiver wire option because Stafford's out there on the waiver wire. For me, I'll give you two guys. Jalen Richard's a big guy on my waiver wire list this week. I think the Raiders could be even more pass-first going forward because of the injury to Lynch, so that's a positive for Richard, who is the pass-catching back in this offense. Richard is already playing well even before this injury to Lynch. He has at least six receptions, three or four games, and I like him a lot going forward in this offense. I think he could be a good fantasy producer the rest of the way. Another guy for me this week on waivers, Danny Amendola. Albert Wilson got hurt last week, likely out for the year. Kenny Stills is hurt as well. He might just miss a game or two, but either way, that leaves Amendola as a top option in this offense. He's going to get the most targets on this team, in my opinion. He caught six passes for 84 yards last week and a touchdown. He has 14 catches his last two games, and I like him a lot going forward in this offense. I think he's a good pickup, a good streaming play for fantasy teams. So let's get into the games this week, Henry. How about a hot play for this week? Who do you like? Jarvis Landry had his best game last week, 10 catches for 97 yards. This week he's playing the Steelers, who allow the fourth most fantasy points to receivers. He had, his for, in week one, he, he had seven receptions for 106 yards in week one against the Steelers. Yeah, I like that uh, Landry call, Henry. I think he'll do well this week as well. I'll give you two hot plays for me. Philip Lindsay with Denver, he could play a lot more this week. Royce Freeman is dealing with an ankle injury. He's kind of iffy to play. So Lindsey could get even more work this week. He found the end zone last week, ran for 90 yards, which was his second highest total of the season. He has 80-plus total, total yards, three or four games, and five of seven overall. So he's been very consistent all year. Has a great matchup against the Chiefs in Week 8. Kansas City allows the second most fantasy points to running backs, and they rank 23rd overall against the run. So I like Lindsey a lot in this one. Another one for me is T.Y. Hilton with uh, Indianapolis. Returned from his hamstring injury last week. Had a two-touchdown game. His overall numbers weren't great besides those scores, but he got those scores, so his fantasy numbers were good. I think he'll improve the catch and yardage totals this week. He plays Oakland. They're 22nd overall against the pass. They allow the ninth most fantasy points to receivers. So on the flip side, Henry, how about a cold play for Week 8? Latavius Murray. He's been hot the last couple of weeks. I feel like he's going to cool down this week. He's playing the Saints. Wow, 
the fourth fewest fancy points to running back this week, this year. Cold play for me, Henry. I, I do think Murray could slow down a little bit. I like that. A couple cold plays for me. I'll say Devin Funches with uh, Carolina. Funches did find the end zone last week, and that was the second straight game he did that. He's been pretty consistent all year. He has at least 50 yards all but a game, and he has three touchdowns. But overall, he just hasn't been great. He has yet to top 80 yards in a game. I think he'll be pretty mediocre in this one against the Ravens. They allow the third fewest fantasy points to receivers. They're second overall against the pass. So I, I think this is a poor matchup for Funches and his fantasy owners. I would, I would think about leaving him on the bench in week eight. Another cold play for me this week is pretty much any Eagles running back. Uh, so that's Wendell Smallwood, Corey Clement. I just don't like either of those guys this week. I actually don't like either of them right now as well, just because they're just not doing much. The season high in rushing yards for both these guys is 56. So they're not really getting the job done. They have gotten some work in the passing game, which helps their fantasy numbers. But overall, they've been really mediocre. And I would just stay away from them right now, especially this week against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a team that allows the seventh fewest fantasy points to running backs this season. So I'm not expecting much out of any of the Eagles backs in week eight. How about a sleeper for this week, Henry? Who do you got maybe flying under the radar that could help fantasy teams? Raheem Monstert. He could start this week, and he, and he has 19 carries for 146 yards last two games. It's when the Cardinals allow most fantasy points to running backs. I like the Monstert call, Henry. I do think he could do well, could get more work with Matt Breida. Hurting, I have another guy in that game on my sleeper list, uh, Christian Kirk. He's quickly emerging as a top target in this Cardinals offense. He has 55-plus yards, four or five games, at least three receptions, all five of those games. I think he might reach the 100-yard mark for the first time in his career this week against the 49ers. Uh, San Francisco is 20th against the pass. They allow 31.1 points per game, so I think this bodes well for Kirk to do well. Another good guy to use as a streamer for fantasy teams. And one more sleeper for me, I'll give you Baker Mayfield with Cleveland. He hasn't been outstanding this year, but he's shown flashes of being a very good fantasy quarterback. He has multiple touchdowns, two or four games, thrown for 290-plus yards, two of those games. And he has 21-plus fantasy points, three or four games. So the numbers have been pretty good, not outstanding. I think they could be really good this week against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is 27th against the pass, allow the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I think Mayfield could do really well in this one. Henry? Thanks so much for being on with me again. Uh, I hope you had fun, and good luck in your game this week. Yeah, I hope I win. I hope you win, too. I know you're in a little bit of a cold streak right now, right, Henry? Yeah, I've lost my last two games. What's been the difference those last two weeks? What's hurt you in your two games that you lost? My running backs have slowed down a lot. I have Mark Ingram, Jordan Howard, Christian McCaffrey. They've all slowed down. Yeah, that's hurt you. You're still 4-3 and three overall, though, right? So you have a good record. Yeah, I'm in fourth. Right in the midst of the playoff hunt, so I think you can get it going. So thanks again for being on with me, Henry. Uh, that was my son, Henry Power. I want to thank him for doing a great job on the podcast. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast this week. This has been Jeff Power for Real Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day, everyone.